Bretto, two wellness base camps down, one to go. That's right, MP. After a sensational day in my hometown of Adelaide, the wellness base camp heads to Kayama on June the 2nd. Fuad Kassab, his sultry tones will be there. The gorgeous Helen Patteron. Maria Zushman, all about stress, the queen of stress. The incredibly handsome Marcus Pierce. Oh, Bretto, you're too kind. The hometown hero from Adelaide, the remarkable Dr. Brett Hill. <laughs> going to be a great day, MP. And the best part is when you register for Kayama now, not only do you get two tickets for the price of one, you also get our recordings from the Wellness Base Camp in Brisbane, valued at $97. Oh, wow, MP. Brisbane was a great lineup too. We had the Up For Chat Girls, Cindy O'Meara, Kim Morrison, Karen Smith. It's a fantastic recording to chuck in. Eight presentations from Brisbane. Saturday, June 2 for Kayama at the incredible pavilion overlooking the ocean, Bredo. I don't want to sound biased, but it is the most remarkable venue that we've had for the Wellness Base Camp so far. Saturday, June 2, two for one tickets at thewellnessbasecamp.com. That's thewellnessbasecamp.com. Time to be the queen of your stress. With the queen of stress, Dr. M. Hey there, BQS listeners, and welcome to our 28th episode. I'm Dr. M, and this podcast is designed to help inspire change in how you see, manage, and use your stress. So you can be the queen of your stress, not your stress being the queen over you. In this week's episode, I'm very excited that we'll be joined by the wonderful Sky Steele. I had the pleasure of meeting Sky recently. She's a principal psychologist at Unique, I'll put my teeth back in, Uniquely You Psychology. She is a clinical psychologist who has over 15 years' experience working with kids, adolescents, adults in the aim of helping them understand, manage and improve their mental health and create a meaningful life. Sounds pretty similar to the sort of stuff I love talking about but in a slightly different level. Um, She has extensive experience in cognitive behavioural therapy, acceptance and commitment therapy and it's her belief that the path to a more meaningful life starts with you. Uh, Welcome to BQS Sky, thanks for coming along. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. You're so welcome. Now, I know when we met uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, when you reached out, it was just such a pleasure to get to meet you because we, we literally could have spoken for hours and hours. We both had other appointments we had to get to, and that's why I invited you on because I just thought you had such a wealth of knowledge about um, and, and in a different level of depth to the sort of stuff that I help people with. Um, but I know we could have spoken for hours and hours about all things, whether it's helping people adapt to stress or, or then managing their stress. I, I know that we found uh, lots of lots of congruencies there. So, Sky, what is it, before we get stuck into and diving a bit deeper into um, a particular area that I'd love to pick your brain about and get more of your knowledge over, just tell, tell the BQS listeners a little bit about why you love what you do so much. Oh, good question. Um, I really just love people. And I really just love seeing people just be able to reach their full potential and do the things in life that they want to do without their minds telling them that they can't do it. So, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I became a psychologist. That's really cool. And was being a psychologist something that you always wanted to do? Yeah, always. Since I was younger, I remember um, the old talk show, the Ricky Lake talk show. I wanted to be on there as the, the, you know, stand-in psychologist. (laughs) (laughs) 
Awesome. I used to love that show. Yeah. <laughs> I think we might be showing our age a little star that we I know, right? That, that show so well. But um, yeah. <laughs> not sure not sure that they were the most balanced and well adjusted humans that were on that particular Absolutely show. not, which is why we needed to be there though, right? Exactly, that's it. So I'm I'm glad that it was the inspiration to help hopefully <laughs> find that a little bit more in, in their day to day life. Um, one of the things that we were talking about when we caught up a couple of weeks ago in person was um, and I'd love to get some of your insights into it uh, I've, I've spoken about it before on BQS and and I've spoke I speak to my clients regularly about it but uh, I really wanted to get your take from a, a different level of responsibility and what impact it has on our, our life or on a person's life if they're not actually taking responsibility for their own stuff whether that's even from the sort of the basic stuff like their exercise, their food, they're looking after themselves. Um, and obviously you look after people when it gets a little bit more serious as well. What's, what's your take on that, Sky? Um, I find that often people tend to go two ways with responsibility when they come and see me. One is that they're overly responsible, so they feel like they're responsible for everything. And then the flip side of that is people who feel like they um, that others are responsible. So they kind of tend to blame and become like that victim role and get really stuck in needing others to fix what's happening for them. Yeah. And in terms of, so let's have a look at, at both sides of that. So what are your, I guess, the positives and the negatives if there's, because there's always a, a flip or the, the each side of the coin and either side of those isn't there where sometimes that can be a good thing to be too responsible if it is. Um, but can you go through perhaps what the negatives and positive of each is? So if somebody's being too responsible for everything, is there particular areas that that will show up more regularly for them? Uh, I, people who are overly responsible um, tend to find that they're people who are, you know, more organised, I guess, is a positive. They tend to like, you know, that structure and routine. Uh, they tend to know, you know, everybody's roles and what they need to be doing, but then they seem to also then overmanage those people's roles. And I guess that then becomes a downside. So instead of just dealing with their stuff, they're dealing with everybody else's stuff as well, which obviously increases their stress levels. Okay. So it kind of has that you know, two-edged sword for them. Look, that, that makes heaps of sense. And what about from the other end of the spectrum? So when people are, are too quickly putting their responsibility um, or, and it could even perhaps fall into blame, into other people's hands. So it's it's almost like giving taking all credit when it works and no responsibility when it doesn't. Well, I think the you know, people who fall into that blame victim role often, you know, they don't take much responsibility for anything at all and I guess for them sometimes they can feel like that they don't really need to do anything so they don't get caught up in you know I don't have to do anything there because you know there's nothing there that's that I'm responsible for on the flip side of that though what they don't see is if they don't take any responsibility they actually get more stressed anyway because they're still dealing with their anger and frustration later about the thing that they'll blame somebody else for does that make sense? Mm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I know I see that um, even with the, some of my beautiful clients over the years that I've looked after is that um, their, their results that they want to get with me and my hands-on workers from a chiropractic point of view is that they solely put the responsibility in my hands and, and there's mm. only so much I can do um, within the practice if they're not taking the right steps outside of. Um, and it's really interesting seeing um, almost sometimes I see it where people 
are so used to being unwell or feeling not great or things like that, they almost don't know what to do when they start feeling well. Does that make sense? And it's interesting when they place place that responsibility onto somebody else and, and really, um, really break the bonds of the, the, the proactive things that they need to be doing in, in that journey as well. Oh, absolutely. I think sometimes people... Um, they assume that they have a role, whether it be the sick role or the victim role, and then they get very caught up in not seeing that they have choices uh, and they can actually empower themselves to move forward and have the life that they want. They get into this very powerless role around the world needs to align before I can feel better. And, you know, that, that doesn't happen. No, absolutely. Well, one of the things that um, we always do on BQS, guys, we always talk about some actionable steps and some take-home tools that people can perhaps implement if if they are finding themselves in that that role where they're letting go of responsibility. Are there some quick tips that you might be able to share with the BQS listeners that they might be able to implement? Oh, absolutely. I think if you find yourself during the day with a, you know, and and any emotion really is heightened, whether it's anxiety, whether it's anger, whether it's frustration, whether it's sadness, just taking a moment to stop and just kind of catch yourself. Just have a look whether you're in that blame cycle or whether you're in the like, it's my fault cycle. And then really just maybe check in, you know, from an outside of, you know, an outsider's perspective, like just have a look at, you know, everybody's role and what's happening and see what role you're playing in that moment. And so that way you can start to see what is your responsibility and try and shift things in that situation. Beautiful. I really like that. So BQS listeners, when you find yourself in a moment and in a, um, make sure that I'm hearing what you're saying properly as well, Skye, you find yourself in an emotion you're not happy about being in in that, that given time is just check in as to why that's actually happening and, and what position have you placed yourself in. And I think that's a really interesting um I suppose point that we can perhaps dive into a little bit too, Sky, is that we have choice in how we how we place ourselves into situations. Would that, is that how you see it? Oh, absolutely. I think there's always a choice in any situation. You know, we might not necessarily like the choices, but there is always one that we can choose. Absolutely. And is there, um, other than just taking that moment to catch yourself, have you got any other quick tips that people, and I realise that this is such a massive topic, so sometimes BQS listeners, we want the magic pill solution that's going to fix everything mm. in two seconds. I get that that's not going to happen, um, and particularly where we're on our regular episode that goes, you know, for about 10 minutes. I'm not expecting that we solve all the problems of the world, that's for sure. But um, when we find ourselves there, is there any, again, any other tips or tools that you might be able to share with the BQS listeners that can help um, um, in that choice, situ- the situation of the choice where we're placing ourselves in those different circumstances? I think once you've given yourself a moment to step out of the situation, you are able to respond instead of react. Mm. So you can just check in with yourself and say, well, what are my values? Like who am I and how do I want to actually respond to this person or to this thing in this situation? And mm. so instead of coming from that place of not thinking and just reacting in those old habits, you get an opportunity to check in with your with your values and you know act in a way that's more in line with who you are. I like that. I like that a lot. Can you just explain a little bit? Because sometimes, I know sometimes when I listen to people explaining things and I think, oh, that's a really cool way to explain it, but I might not be 100% sure of what you mean by that. Can you just um, break down what you mean, the difference between responding to something versus reacting to it? Because sometimes I think people might get muddled and think it's actually the same thing. Oh, absolutely. So let's just say we're driving along and 
uh, somebody cuts in front of us. So a reaction would be that quick response of, oh my God, he's such an idiot. Or why did he do that? Or um, I can't believe they just cut me off. Don't they know I've got kids in the car? Like that really quick response. Yeah. Whereas I personally may drop some swear words. Uh, absolutely. I was filtering for you. So there you <laughs> go. You. I, appreciate you it. I appreciate you keeping it G-rated. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. So responding though would be just giving yourself a moment to just stop and just check in and think, okay, well, maybe they cut in because they are in a hurry or they, you know, they're on the way to the hospital or maybe they didn't see me or, you know, maybe something else is going on for them right now as to why they did that behavior. And when we can actually give us ourselves a bit of space between what is happening, then we can actually respond in a value-driven way, which for me might be, okay, well, I'm going to respond with, with kindness or, and go, oh, well, okay, I'm just not going to worry about it. Or somebody else who still might be angry would bring it down to frustration and go, well, that was really annoying, but I'm not going to let it ruin my day. So that's responding. I love it. And would you say, because, you know, I know the BQS listeners like action steps and, and the personally I like to have parameters around things so that I can get really get my head around it. How quickly do you, when you talk about space, are you talking about like I need to give myself five minutes? Could it be 30 seconds? Could it be yeah. 10 seconds? What's your take on that? The more you practice it, the less the time. So literally I think it, it can just be like 10 seconds, 20 seconds. It's just literally cutting off that reactive part of our brains. Stop, breathe, that's enough. Yeah. And I think that's key to what you just said as well. For me, I know in, in the years of managing my stress better, as BQS listeners heard me talk about regularly before, I absolutely am a recovering stress head. Breathing is actually really important in all of that. And the ability to actually be able to take a deep breath before you start to respond is is a very powerful tool in itself. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, very, very cool. Well, I love that. I love that in a very short period of time is that we we can dive even a little bit deeper. Obviously, it's not to the complete depths of it, but the importance of, of how you're, whether you're responding or reacting, BQS listeners, is whether you're actually, what level of responsibility that you're actually taking. And, and from what I'm hearing Sky say is that the way that I'm picturing it is I'm looking at responsibility being on a spectrum of there being, you know, too much responsibility right down to the end, other end of no responsibility and, and making sure you're in the happy place of that so that you, it's not becoming, um, becoming detrimental to you over time and you're taking on too much for people or really giving up all of your own empowerment um, by giving away all of your responsibility. So, Sky, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. That's, that's awesome and I really appreciate you being able to join us tonight. So, Sky, at the end of each podcast, we always end with, uh, it's usually Dr. M's top five, but this week it will be your top five. So, Sky, what are you listening to at the moment? So, Beautiful Trauma by Pink at the moment is my favourite. Oh, beautiful. I must say I'm a big Pink fan. Can't wait to see her in August. What about books? What, uh, what books tickling your fancy currently? I am reading The Breakthrough Experience by Dr. John Demartini at the moment. Oh, I love Dr. John. Have you actually done his Breakthrough Experience weekend? No. Some, one of my uh, friends has actually done it and said it was amazing. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, well next coffee, we'll talk more about that. That uh, was definitely a life-changing weekend. Been following um, Dr. John for many, many years. And oh, yeah, very cool. Well, you probably know he, he was originally a chiropractor, actually. Just <gasps> I do, yes. No. Um, in terms of de-stress this week, what's been your way to, to minimise your stress and manage it? For me this week, there hasn't been much time. So it's just been owning those moments where I can just stop and literally just breathe and just be grateful for something around me. 
Awesome. I love that. And have you got a favorite quote? I do. I don't know who it's by though, but I will read it out to you. Go for it. It's, it says a bird sitting on a tree is never afraid of the branch breaking because her trust is not on the branch, but on its own wings. Always believe in yourself. Oh, I like that. And just to finish off, before we finish off today's episode, any final thoughts for our BQS listeners? I think just taking the time to stop, breathe, and just check in with yourself. Nice. I, I think sometimes we forget to do that. Yeah, it's it's easy to do, isn't it? And we get caught up in our in our busyness. Where when uh, Sky and I were catching up off air, is we were just talking about um, last week. I was feeling really knackered, and I always find that that's how I feel coming up into Easter. And it's really important for me to be able to recognise that and to rest, because it's very easy just to get caught up on the treadmill of life, and you become the little mouse on the wheel, going round and round in circles. And you, you miss the opportunity just to be able to take those deep breaths, to be able to chill out enough that you actually get to experience life with the important people um, who are in your world and, and more often that's with our loved ones. And I don't know about you, Sky, but I find if I'm running on empty is they're usually the ones I give my worst to versus giving them yeah. my best. So in, important that, that we get time to check in. Well, thank you so much for being on our BQS uh, episode this week. Really appreciate your time and I know that our listeners will appreciate your wisdom and knowledge as well. So BQS listeners, your action step for this week is to implement some of those tools that Sky was talking about tonight is look at how you're responding versus reacting and taking that moment to take a deep breath to check in with where you're at and what role you're playing in any given circumstance that's it for this week bqs listeners i hope you have a wonderful week bye for now well that's it for today's podcast bqs listeners thanks again for joining us remember if you would like to subscribe make sure you hit subscribe on itunes and if you want to stay in touch check out our facebook page the queen of stress or on our insta the queen of stress for more information and show notes be sure to go to thequeenofstress.com to continue our journey together hope you have a fabulous week and i'll catch you next time This has been a production of TheWellnessCouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on Facebook.com forward slash TheWellnessCouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.